Welcome to the Exam Study Expert Podcast, helping you ace your exams at school and university through the psychology of high performance and the science of studying smarter, not harder. It's my pleasure to introduce your host, the Cambridge-trained memory psychologist and exam success coach, William Wadsworth. Hello and welcome to the Exam Study Expert podcast, the home of better grades in less time with less stress. Now, I know a lot of you listening to this show are pretty hard workers in your studies, and I know that because I chat with many of you each week as one of my exam success coaching clients, or simply perhaps because we've exchanged an email or two between us. Either way, given the amount of work I see so many ambitious students putting into their studies, it always surprises me how little thought we often give to optimising exam day performance, because ultimately what happens in the big exam is so often what determines our final grade. It really doesn't take much of an investment of time at all, but giving just a little bit of a forethought into your game plan for the big day can have a really big impact on your final grade. Is exam day going to be the moment you falter, or is it going to be your chance to shine? Are you going to be exhausted, distracted, unfocused, running desperately short on time, struggling to recall key information that you definitely know, and blown off course by challenging or left field questions? Or is exam day going to find you calm, focused and efficient, pacing your work perfectly against the clock and the time available and deploying advanced recall strategies to make sure you remember everything and pick up every mark you deserve? I'm absolutely fascinated by exam technique. It's just been such an endless source of interest to me over the years for the twin reasons that I think it can make such a difference to your final performance. And also that no one else I've really come across is putting as much thought into it as I'm doing. As some of you will know, I actually have a whole book on exam technique called Outsmart Your Exams, which offers a really detailed write-up of my 31 favourite test-boosting success strategies little known secret, I actually started writing this book when I was 15 at about the time I was taking my first exams. Um, But I wrote it up properly, did a lot of research, did a lot of thinking, incorporated a lot of the tips I share with my uh, exam success coaching clients uh, and wrote it all up properly two or three years ago uh, and released it as an ebook. Excitingly, I've just updated the manuscript uh, with a couple of new ideas and re-released the whole book, uh, which now includes a paperback version, which is very exciting. So if the tips today whet your appetite, you can click the link in the show notes or just search for Outsmart Your Exams in your local Amazon store to grab your copy, now in choice of paperback or ebook. And so without further ado, let's get into today's 22 tips for test-taking success. Enjoy. Today's tips are going to be grouped into four parts. Part one is all about the preparations you can do in advance of exam day to make sure your exam day goes as well as possible. Part two is all about how to get into the right mindset for the exam. Part three is about strategies I've got to help you answer questions when you're in the exam itself and make sure you get as many marks as you can. And finally, part four is about time management uh, and some of the issues kind of surrounding the exam itself. 
So let's dive right in with part one. Failing to prepare is preparing to fail. Tip number one is to take mock tests. This is massively important in my view. You want to be taking mock tests in as near to exam day conditions as you can uh, leading up to the exam itself. Mock tests are great for practicing exam taking tactics, building confidence and working out your time management. They're also superb for learning to manage your nerves. In fact, the more anxious you are about the prospect of taking a timed mock test under exam conditions, the more I would say you need to take a timed mock test under exam day conditions. Tip number two is have a plan. You want to have a really clear plan for exam period. And this applies even if you've got just one exam, thinking about how you might use the final 24, 36 hours before the exam. But it's especially important if you have multiple exams, say over a week or more. You'll want to draw up a timetable that includes all your exam timings clearly laid out, but also a timetable for preparations for each paper. So not just not noting where your exams themselves are, but also planning in when you'll do your final preparations for each paper you're going to be sitting. Making all those decisions in advance helps you because when you're in the middle of exam week, stressed and tired, you know exactly what you need to do each day. Much more detailed guidance on this, plus a printable digital template, uh, is available as part of your bonus pack if you pick up a copy of Outsmart Your Exams. Tip number three is to taper like a pro. Now, professional athletes taper their training in the week leading up to a big race, which is to say that they train less and rest more so that their legs are fresh and not sore come the big day. You should think about doing the same in your exam prep. The week before the exam isn't the time to start pushing yourself too hard. You want to be studying steadily and making sure there's enough juice in the tank for exam day. Certainly don't go burning any midnight oil at this stage. Tip number four is have the right tools for the job. Know the kit list you need for each exam. Stationery, calculator, things like ID cards, water bottle, anything you're going to need in the exam. Make sure you've got a list written up several days in advance. Make sure you own all the items on it uh, and then assemble the items on your list the night before the exam. So you're all ready to go the following day. Tip number five, stay hydrated. I'd highly recommend bringing a bottle of water into the exam if you're able to do so. I default to a 500ml bottle. That's just under a pint. Uh, big enough to quench your thirst over a long exam, but not so large that you'll accidentally overdrink and end up running back and forth to the loo. If it's really hot, and especially if it's a long paper, maybe up it to like 750ml bottle, uh, and you might want to consider keeping it in the fridge the night before so that the water's nice and cool for exam day itself. Tip number six, get your mind and body exam fit. If energy and stamina is a problem for you in the exam, especially for long papers, make sure you're physically fit through regular exercise and have a good sleep routine. If focus is a problem, you might want to consider building up your concentration muscle through a morning meditation practice. The second part is is about your champion's mindset. So the next four tips are all about building your mindset for success on exam day. Tip number seven, walk the walk. Even if you don't feel like a top performer on exam day, pretend that you are and act accordingly. No one will know the difference but you.
Tip number eight, bring your A-game. Be greedy for marks. Leave no stone unturned in your quest to score every last point you can within the time available. Tip number nine, retrain your nervous brain. If you're feeling anxious, remind yourself that the physical sensations of nervousness and anxiety, sweating palms, breathing faster, heart racing, are identical to the physical sensations of excitement. All that's different is how you choose to interpret those sensations. My advice would be to choose to interpret them not as signs of nerves, but instead as signs that your body is excited and primed to perform. Another great little mind trick you can practice as part of running through your mock tests. Tip number 10. Work the problem. Remember, the problem is hard because the problem is hard. There is a mechanical solution to every problem that doesn't rely on your genius and creativity, unless you're, I don't know, maybe a third year mathematician at an elite university. Um, For the rest of us, simply focus on putting one foot in front of another, being methodical and working it through one step at a time. If in doubt, start by writing down what you know, whether that's based on the information in the question or from your own knowledge that might be relevant to this problem. So we've mastered our mindset. Part three is all about answering the questions. What can you do when you're answering the questions themselves to try and eke out every point you can? And as I said earlier, be greedy for marks. Okay, tip 11 is avoiding eye skip. It's quite interesting. Your eyes don't read every word. They move in jumps called saccades, focusing once every few words. Now that's dangerous in an exam because you could easily skip over a key command word or an important bit of data in your haste. It happens all the time and can cost many marks. So force your eyes to slow down and be systematic, making sure you don't miss anything by reading with a pen in your hand, underlining key words as you go. Tip number 12. Order matters. Be strategic about the order you tackle the exam. There's actually a whole chapter on this in Outsmart Your Exams, because this point alone, I think, can bump up your grade quite surprisingly if you do it well. But to summarise one key idea, you want to think about whether you're starting with easy stuff to ease yourself in, starting with hard stuff while you're fresh, Or my personal favourite, starting by getting all your thinking and remembering done up front, especially planning out your responses to any long essay style questions. Tip number 13, plan generously. Talking of long essay style questions, as I did a second ago, be generous with the time you allocate to the planning phase and watch as almost by magic, your mark goes up. Tip 14, leave space at the bottom. A little final thought on long answer questions. Be sure to leave a few lines at the bottom of each page. That way, if you think of an extra point you need to include later, it's really easy to go back and add it in neatly using an asterisk or a numbered footnote. Tip 15. Be heard. Write clearly. Sure, it's the content that matters, but it's a reality of life that if your handwriting sucks, the examiner is going to find it harder to mark which is bad news for the disposition towards you, and worse, you risk him or her missing some of your key points altogether because they simply couldn't read them. Get a friend to judge four different versions of 
size of your handwriting. Have them choose between a version that's slightly smaller than normal, the normal version, a version that's slightly larger than normal, and an ultra-large version. Often they'll say it's that third or even fourth option, i.e. a little bigger or lots bigger than normal, that's much easier to read than your normal size. Tip 16. Multiple choice. Be methodical in responding to multiple choice questions. My house style is to read each answer option in turn and then score each answer according to how much I like it. Double tick against an answer option means it's definitely right. Single tick means it's probably right. Question mark means maybe. Single cross means it's probably wrong. Double cross for definitely wrong. Being this methodical really helps you avoid mistakes in the moment, and it also makes it much easier to pick up your thought process where you left off if you end up revisiting hard questions at the end of the paper. Tip 17 is about maximising recall. If you're struggling to remember a key nugget of information in the exam, think about related points, maybe even write them down. So as an example, if you can't remember a a historical figure's name, Think about what you do know about them, their context, dates, things they did, other people they knew. Write that information down. Or maybe you could visualise yourself back when you most clearly remember learning that bit of information, back in your classroom or lecture hall, or while sitting at home with your books, for instance. Often one of these approaches will be enough to jumpstart your recall and bring to mind the core thing that it is you're trying to remember. Tip 18 cheat. Now, I don't mean for you to actually cheat. Uh, Please follow the rules of your exam. Um, But if you've got a lot of memory work to do for a paper, consider writing yourself a cheat sheet of the really key stuff you want to remember on rough paper in the first few minutes of the exam. I wrote out a whole page of every formula I might need in the first three to four minutes of the big maths paper I sat while doing my pre-university A-level exams. Having that cheat sheet to hand, and again, I'd written it in the first few minutes of the timed exam from memory. This wasn't actually a cheat sheet. Um, It's just my word for it. Um, But having that cheat sheet that I'd written out uh, from then on meant that for the rest of the paper, I was much more likely to get every single formula right because I'd already remembered them. Uh, And also having them all written out like that was a great way to help me relax and lower anxiety going through the rest of the paper. I no longer had to worry I might forget something really important that might unlock a question for me. So formulas in maths or science are a great application of the cheat sheet technique, as are grammar tables in languages, and I'm sure many other examples too. The fourth and final part of this set of tips is about time, as time goes by. Tip 19 is watch the clock. So keep an eye on the clock. You should know your exam game plan by now. And again, the whole chapter, uh, chapter 20 in Outsmart Your Exams, for more on this. Uh, And that will include timings for what you want to be working on at various milestones. My advice would be to try and leave kind of two to three percent of your mental bandwidth at any one time through the exam for glancing up at the clock sporadically and checking that you're on track and adjusting your work speed accordingly if necessary. If you're going too fast, you can afford to slow down a little bit. If the if you're behind time versus your plan against the clock, then you'll need to just pick up the pace a little. Tip number 20, never quit. 
I feel really strongly about this one. Never give up on an exam early. Even if you can leave before the time is up, do not ever do this. <laughs> Even if you can't leave, then resist the temptation to kind of mentally check out in the final minutes of the paper. It's tempting to think that once you've been through the paper, once you've given it your best shot, and especially if you found it hard, that's it, you've done your best, you can afford to either mentally check out or literally check out and leave the room. I don't think this is ever the case. Even if you've answered every single question, or the extreme other end, even if you could barely answer any questions, use every last minute available in the exam to go back and check, check and check again. Be ruthless in searching and destroying any possible errors or omissions, or keep going and try and see if you can figure out something for those really tough questions you skipped over. Perhaps one single missed mark that you spot with two and a half minutes left on the clock might be the one single mark you need to take you over a grade boundary. Tip 22. To check or not to check. Talking of checking, I actually rarely allocate time specifically for checking my work at the end of a paper. That's a little bit controversial, but I think that unless it's a particularly relaxed paper time-wise with limited time pressure, or if it's an exam where there are considerable marks awarded for the accuracy of your writing, as in languages, I don't feel that allocating yourself dedicated checking time will help you pick up incremental marks as quickly as if you'd simply allowed yourself more problem solving or question writing time in the first place. If you've got time left over at the end, definitely use it for checking. Uh, but I am uh, averse on principle to leaving dedicated time for checking, as I say, unless there are considerable marks awarded for accuracy. And finally, tip 22 is about the company you keep before and after the exam. So the exam's over. What do you do next? Well, if you've got another exam, take some time out to eat some food, chill a little, and then get back on with your prep for the next paper, all as per your master timetable for exam week we talked about back in tip one. One thing I wouldn't recommend doing is sitting around dissecting the paper with course mates. What did you put for this question or the other? At best, this kind of talk is a waste of your time. At worst, it could put you in a seriously bad mood if you think that you've got questions wrong. Best avoid that kind of post-match analysis uh, and leave all the marking to the examiner and shift your focus on to the next challenge, your next exam. And that wraps up today's episode. Remember, there's a huge amount to be gained from a relatively small investment in time thinking about your exam technique. I hope these 22 tips have been useful uh, in starting that thinking process for you and maybe have inspired you to set aside a little bit of time ahead of your exam to plan out your test day strategy. If you really want to take your test taking strategy and your grade to the max, then as I say, I do recommend checking out the book I've got on the subject, which is called Outsmart Your Exams, now available, as I say, in your choice of ebook or also now paperback. Whichever option you choose, you'll also get access to a digital bonus pack of worksheets and templates, everything you need to get your exam preparations organised really easily, helping you perform at your peak when it matters most. You can use the link in the show notes to uh, go and head to get a copy of that book or simply go to examstudyexpert.com forward slash outsmart uh, if you want to have a little look at some reader reviews before picking up a copy of your own. That's examstudyexpert.com forward slash outsmart.
But for now, thanks again for listening today. I wish you every success in your exams. Be sure to dedicate a little bit of time to thinking about how you're going to play them. And I think you're going to absolutely crush them. I really do wish you every success. It's been great to have you with us today and I'll look forward to seeing you next time.